Hi everybody, I am Deacon Dave and welcome to day 168 of Silence in a Year from this beautiful area uh, that we're covered from the sun for the most part here at the St. Clair Assisi Retreat Center along with Alicia Soto, layperson tattooed Lisa. Want to show everybody your tattoo? Hard to. Yeah, it's really hard to, but she can see it. She goes like this so she can see it, which is what really counts, oh, right? Can't see it. So um, the title for today's episode is Renunciation of Power. And the word is immemorial, which I will let Lisa explain in a moment. But I wanted to talk about, so in this particular section, Cardinal Sarah is talking about uh, people might question, you know, the massacre of the Jews, right? Um, uh, in the concentration camps in Germany back in the 1940s. And why would God let that happen? And we've sort of talked about free will. And we've talked about um, the fact that God hurts with us. So God was hurting greatly, right? But freedom as Alicia said in the prior episode, is very necessary, right, for us to be able to make our own decisions and our own choices. And so what I wrote was, is freedom allows those, there, there to be something outside of God, right? So freedom allows there to be something outside of God. There's this choice that we make to choose God, okay? And, and that human freedom that we have often renounces the power that God can and should have in our lives, right? And it's fully accessible to us, right, by virtue of our baptism. So this is really interesting, right? We need freedom, and it's outside of God, right, in order to be able to choose God. But we're really renouncing the power of God when the freedom that we choose is not in alignment with the will of God. Yet it's fully available to us. All power and authority which has been given to Jesus has also been given to us by virtue of our baptism. Yet so often we make choices of, you know, by our freedom that are contrary to that. And in some cases, like what this section is with the massacre of so many Jewish people is really, really horrific. And Jesus, God definitely, definitely hurt as a result of all of this. Lisa, you want to tell us what immemorial means? Immemorial means originating in distant past. And I picked it because original sin is really the for the or, or no one origin it, but basically it's the origin of why God's will is not only um, perfect but also permissive so God's perfect will is what he desires for each and every one of us but because of original sin uh, evil entered into the world and um, people make choices uh, because of our brokenness and because of our sin um, sinful nature as a result of original sin and so because of our choices there are certain things that God although it's not his perfect will he allows to happen so that um, well like you said free will is a gift of love because if we if God controlled everything we did then that wouldn't be loving that would be controlling Right. right. Maybe like robots. Yes. Programmed right. robots. Alicia. So how I defined it and what I got from it was it God had to become powerless in order to give us power of will. So he had to give a, he had to give that up and how hard it is for him to sit back. I think about as a parent, how hard is it for me to sit back and though I know my child should maybe be going on a different path, maybe that's not a safe place. I have to sit back and be completely powerless 
because I, if I would be imposing my will on my children, and that's not what God is doing. So he's a, our father. God, our father, had to give up that power. You're always two then, paragraphs ahead. No, that's I actually have note. notes about children as you're saying that. Oh, well, and I, go, oh. I go, oh, that's not in this one, is it? Is it? And I'm looking well, and it's like, well, it's actually like, two. I have well, a children okay. example for this one too. Oh, I have it on the next one. Mm-hmm. Any, okay, so okay, never mind. I'm Sorry, so scratch No, it's that. a great example. No, listen I love to it. The one and two paragraphs later, then you'll know what I'm talking it's about. It's perfect though. I was just like, that's the second time I like I, I wrote well, the whole God somewhere. leaps is coming up too, but we've yeah. already touched upon. We're that. just that just means we're preparing people. Yeah, it's reiteration. But sure. everybody's mind thinks differently. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So no, anyway, no, it's a great example because you're right because it does it does really hurt. To watch your children exercise their own freedom and you have this greater knowledge right that you really want them to just understand but I think the bigger question along with what you're saying is is what is it that God is calling you the parent to because as we well know from this past weekend right with the spiritual mentors program and with so many people I talk to their children are a source of consternation whether they've left the church who they married Uh, the choices that they're making, and the list goes on and on of how parents get wrapped around the axle because of what their children are doing. Now you know how God feels, right? But but not not just that. That's that's our human capacity. God is like, I mean, there's no way we can compare it to his love. So imagine how he feels when he knows the good that we can do that the um he put us on his on earth to do something so great and when we deviate on the path he knows we don't know what our kids you know what their path is or what the goal is that god has to set for them but we know they're deviating from it in our minds right right (laughs) but no but just think about how much more god because he knows we don't know we just know that it's a it's not a good path but he knows what he created us for that that has to be so painful for him yeah and i think i think we know what our children were created for the same thing we're all to know love and and serve god and 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 one another and to love ourselves and so often i think we can see our children doing none of the above right they're not Mm -hmm. loving god they seem to be very self-centered and maybe not loving anybody else and you know in so many ways they're they're not even loving themselves because of how they're living out their life and yet you can't tell them that um but as we've discussed so often they probably already know how you feel because you told them that the entire time they were growing up so it is yeah god's got like eight billion people he's feeling that way Mm -hmm. but you know i will say the heart of the parent and until you're a parent and your children grow up you know it's hard and you have to be able to detach and just love them just like god gives us like you said just love them. That's what God does with us. At least well, yeah. very contemplative. No, I was just thinking because God, like we talked about um, on a previous episode, like all sin hurts God. So even like little things that we may consider like, oh, that, that that's not that bad, you know. Well, yes, it is. It still hurts God. So, but what does he do? He still loves us. He still has um, mercy on us. And that's what we're called to do. Um, for each other, you know, especially like family members, because, um, like you said, if you're just gonna, if you're gonna kind of try to lecture them or tell them what they already know, um, that's just gonna push them further away, and that's not, um, you know, uh, uh, 
I guess we're called to be gentle and pastoral. Yeah, and it's not easy. Yeah. And even being pastoral with your children can come off as you're trying to tell them what to do. Mm, yeah. Right? And, yeah. and I, I told one person one time, they said, well, you know, I just want to evangelize my family. Yeah. I said, every time you see them, you're evangelizing them. You don't need to say anything. Mm. Getting back to, like, sometimes just who we are and the gestures that we talked about mm -hmm. probably last week, that sends a more powerful signal than you trying to talk them into something that you really don't need to talk them into and you just need to entrust them right commend them to god and I, think, sorry. No, uh, I think sometimes we might see a little bit of hope um in there like oh like they made a good choice like a choice <laughs> towards god and maybe a way they don't really see but hey um and then we just praise him for that and we just yes. continue uh to pray that their hearts be opened and uh that they continue to open up that little crack and uh, let more of God into their life. Alicia, any final thoughts from you? Nope, I don't want to jump ahead. No, but, <laughs> but it was a yeah. great discussion, right? I just have to yeah. give you a hard, I haven't given you a hard time in like 10 or 15 episodes. <laughs> like 10 or 15 minutes, maybe? Okay, well, but that <laughs> no. is actually being recorded. Okay, so takeaway question comes from me, I guess, yes. right? Yes, I'm not going to say it, I was about to. Are there people that you are not giving them the same freedom that God has given you. Let's pray in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Lord, help us to control the things we can control and to give you the things that we can. And I ask that you bless everyone in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And what I mean by control is, you know, just common sense. I'm not saying you should still give everything to God. <laughs>